Hi, I'm Denise Bailey. And I'm Dr. Monica Parker. And you're listening to My Parents Are Now My Kids, a medical doctor's view and daughter's journey through memory loss and other dementias. As a doctor, I'll help you navigate through the often confusing, confounding, and frequently frustrating technical aspects of dementia. And as a daughter, I'll share with you some things I've experienced caring for and loving my parents who both struggled with these disorders. We want you to have hope and to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And we'll tell you that sometimes that light is coming straight at you and you just have to get out of the way. Let's get started. I am pleased to say that we are joined by a wonderful young man. His name is Alex Winstanley. Alex lives in a small town outside of Manchester, England. He has an organization called Happy Smiles Training. This wonderful organization deals with disability awareness and social inclusion training led by disabled young adults. And Alex is a first time author. He has written a book entitled my grandma has dementia. And I am pleased to welcome to our show today, Alex Winstanley. Hello, Alex, how are you? Good, thank you, how are you? I'm very well, thank you so much for asking. And it's just a privilege to have you here today to talk about your book, so. Thank you. I know it started with um, your grandma, Grandma Mary, right? That's right. So she sounds like she was a wonderful person. Tell me about Grandma Mary. Yeah, my grandma was the best. Um, Yeah, we were really, really close my whole life and um, her whole life, should I say. And and, um, my my mum was her primary carer uh, my whole life. So I just grew up seeing my grandma all the time. And my mum, you know, especially towards the end of my grandma living at home on her own, my mum was going sort of two, three, four times a day to care for her and she was just constantly caring for her. Um, so, so yeah, that's something that I just grew up with. And, yeah, so my, me and my grandma, and my, my sister as well, we've always been really, really close with my grandma. Um, so, yeah, yeah really, really close relationship. She was the best. So she was a good cook, wasn't she? Yeah, she was great. So my grandma used to make, uh, there's probably pictures in that book actually, but uh, my grandma and my granddad used to make wedding cakes um so they used to make huge wedding cakes so um we grew up making cakes you know just loving making cakes and making a mess we just make a mess and she just she didn't care she cleaned it up and she she was the best so are the memories of making cakes that just sounds awesome tell me some of your favorite stories about your grandma oh wow um I guess, uh, yeah, like I say, growing up, uh, making a mess, just making a mess of the house. We do things like, you know, drawing silhouettes on the doors, just like all sorts of stuff, just stuff we would never be allowed to do at home. She didn't care. She just loved, loved us so much. And um, we would, you know, pick like going to the garden, picking all the flowers and and doing some gardening. And um, we would, when it was sunny, which isn't often in England, uh, we would get like, you know, pools out and put inflatable pools in the garden and we would have fun. And one of my favourite memories is um, my cousins and I and I was used to go to the my grandma's and we would be playing in the garden and 
And I remember once we were jumping about in the pool and uh, my grandma was sat on the edge and because we jumped on the other edge, she just fell in. That's one of our no. yeah. and she was <laughs> She wasn't the most mobile of people, so she fell in and was just like... <laughs> <laughs> but she yeah. loved it. She absolutely she loved, loved it. it. She yeah, just yeah. loved having you around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So, so tell me, when did you start noticing that something was a little off? I guess um, when from being a young, I mean, my, my grandma was diagnosed just about around 12 years ago um, with vascular mixed dementia. And, um, and before then, we probably noticed it anyway, you know, from growing up, it was things where, you know, my grandma would forget. Um, she would ask the same questions or repeat the same statements. Um, I mean, you can see it in, in, in the book, but um, she asked questions like, oh, has it rained? And she loved to ask that question or like, what time is it? Even though she, she'd, um, she'd just asked that question. And, you know, especially when she started to call, she would call. So from sort of, you know, late afternoon onwards, she would call six, seven, eight times in an evening to tell us what was on the TV and stuff. And uh, yeah, then we started to think, yeah, there's something not quite, quite right, I suppose. With yeah. what did, How did it make you feel? Um, yeah, as, as a younger person, yeah, it's, you're always going to worry. Uh, I think, well, no matter your age, you're, you're always going to worry about your loved loved ones. And I, I worried about my grandma my entire life. I remember, you know, when we used to go and sleep over, I would worry. I would worry thinking, oh, you know, does she, what if she needs help or um, I hope nothing happens to her and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's from being a really young age. And um, yeah, definitely it's a worry. And and that's the aim of this book is to hope, especially for children and young people, they have so many anxieties and worries anyway, as it is, especially with COVID and, and everything that's happened. This is just trying to take away another one of those anxieties, hopefully. So that's the aim. So talking about your book, in your book, you mentioned once you started noticing something different, you all took her to the doctor. That's the uh-huh. right thing to do. That's the yeah. right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, my mum is, a, like I said, a primary carer. My mum uh, was a primary pillar of support. For my, my grandma wouldn't have been able to do anything without my mum her entire life. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, and that's what we, we did. And um, the diagnosis helps because it helps you to explain things a bit easier and um, potentially opens up doors for support, even though I have to say we didn't really get any, you know, social support. It wasn't very good at all. Uh, my mum did everything, so. It's hard. I totally understand that because when you're in something like that and it's new, you really don't know where to go. And there's Mm. so many different ways you can go and you feel exhausted sometimes and exasperated, but you Mm. guys kept going. So that's, that's a testament. That's a testament. So now let's talk about your book. And um, you came up with the idea of explaining dementia for children. Mm. Brilliant. Yeah. brilliant it's something we don't talk enough about what made you do that yeah great question I think uh, it, you've just you've just said it yourself we don't talk about it enough you know we, there's there's taboo subjects and the aim with this book the following books that are now going to come out so um, for example next month is the next book uh, and uh, I, that's on depression which is another another subject that that isn't widely spoken about and um, and that's going to be um, 
with a, with a man, a, a male character, and again, male, male depression isn't spoken about enough. So it, that's the aim with this book, and you know, we want people. I want children, young people, to to pick up this book and ask questions about dementia, um, about why certain things are happening, and um, and I, and and the other aim as well as hopefully you've seen from the book, but I'll just show as an, as an example is I want it to be as inclusive and diverse as possible. So, you know, for example, uh, we didn't want a, a white male doctor. Um, we wanted to make sure, you know, things, things like that, um, that, that are too cliche. Um, it's these taboo things that, that, that aren't addressed or uh, spoken about. And yeah, we want children, really want children to pick up that book and ask questions. And we've been doing some online readings for school classes recently and, it's amazing the questions that have been asked um, because children ask questions that adults don't think about. And that's what I really want them to do and to start the conversation. I love that your book is very inclusive. I noticed that as a person of color, mm-hmm. I noticed that immediately. And I thought that was awesome that you did that. Um, other than the inclusion, just the subject matter, what are some of the reactions you've been getting? Wow, yeah. So um, people have been sending in photos from all around the world, which has been amazing. Um, last week we had one from New Zealand, which is obviously the other side of the world to the UK. Um, San Francisco. So, you know, I've had like t- a family of a, of a 24-week-old baby sh- uh, with the book, um, all the way through to sort of 13-year-old uh, young young women in San Francisco reading the book. And I'm like, wow. So I think the fact that I'm getting comments such as, you know, I, I wish this book had been around when, when my nan was alive so that I could explain this to my children better. Uh, this would have helped massively to explain things. People saying it's a must have, for, you know, explaining dementia to children, which is incredible to hear. And, and probably the best, <laughs> one of the best things so far was last week uh, on World Book Day and uh, somebody dressed up their 11-month-old daughter as my grandma. Um, and I was like, my grandma used to love dressing up and I was like, that's incredible. So I know my mom just cried. <laughs> I so, know. Yeah. That is so touching. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. So yeah. let me just ask you this as an aside. Is your background dealing with children? Tell me about your background. Yeah. Yeah. My background's in teaching. Um, uh, so I was, I was a teacher, but secondary school. So 11 years old to 16 years old. Um, but I've done a lot of work with younger children in different capacities. Um, so I've been a teacher as well as a part-time carer for young disabled adults. Um, so that's that's my background. And so that's why I'm so passionate about inclusion and, and diversity as well. Now, sadly, um, I know, and I guess your listeners may have picked up on it, your grandma passed away, but I know she was proud of yeah. you. Oh, yeah, yeah, stories. 100%. And, yeah. Yeah. Now life goes on. And is it my understanding you have a baby due? Is this your first one? Yeah. Any, any moment. Yeah. Uh, the due date is Sunday, but uh, we moved into a new home for, uh, just over a week ago and uh, the baby's due any moment. You touched upon it a little bit about uh, future books, but, you know, tell me what's in your future, hmm. what your next project is mm-hmm. and tell us please where we can get the book so our listeners will run out and get your book because it's awesome. Oh, thank you. Um, I really appreciate that. Um, so I guess, first of all, um, my, 
my, I run a non-profit organization. So I left my teaching job a couple of years ago to set up this, this non-profit training provider. So called Happy Smiles Training CIC. Uh, so at Happy Smiles, we deliver disability awareness and social inclusion training. It's all led by disabled young adults. So we, we're actually reading the book um, to care homes and, and school children at the moment online, which is going great. And so really excited about that. And we're looking at doing some more readings um, with the future books, which, yeah, really excited about. Um, in terms of the future books, there's going to be five more this year. The next one comes out next month, and that's going to be uh, based on depression. And that's my uncle, called My Uncle Has Depression. So I know someone um, that lives with bipolar as well that sort of inspired this, but um, that's the aim. Each book's going to have sort of my someone has something and, and hopefully helps people to relate to that character in that way. Um, so yeah, really excited about that. Nice. Um, there we go. Yeah. So yeah, really, really looking forward to this one. Um, but yeah, it's going to be on, on depression. And, um, I've also written one on cancer and um, inspired by my brother and, um, other health, long-term health conditions. So that's, that's the aim. So if people can follow me on, on, on Instagram and Facebook, it's at Alex Winstanley author, uh, on Twitter is at Alex W author, um, and yeah, you can you'll see the all the books there, um, and it can be bought on Amazon worldwide as well. So uh, depending on, on wherever you are, just go on to Amazon and, and type in "My Grandma Has Dementia" or um, whatever the you know the next book, like I say, is "My Uncle Has Depression." So, um, but yeah, if you follow follow me on social media, you'll see all the links and things like that. Um, sometimes I'll put a link onto Amazon UK, but if it doesn't work, if you're outside of the UK, obviously uh, Amazon.com is fine as well. So um, yeah, I just really want as many people to see, you know, particularly this book, it's, as you know, it's very, very personal. Um, people will see at the back of the book, um, obviously I won't read it, but it's a poem that I wrote for my grandma's funeral um, that I read there. And I'm really glad that's in there and they'll see actually my grandma in there too, which is cool. So um, you can see the similarities, which is amazing. So um, yeah, it's great. Um, so yeah, hopefully you have people go out and buy it and um, any any profits from the book goes towards supporting Happy Smiles, which is, like I say, a non-profit organisation. And um, once Amazon take all their money, it doesn't make too much money anyway. But it's not about that. It's just about raising that awareness. And, you know, if you buy the book and you like it and, and it impacts you in some way, please, please get in touch and let me know. It honestly makes my day when people tell me how, how much it means to them and, yeah, uh, you know, leave a review, let's spread the word because there's not that many books like this out there and if any at all, really, and the more that children from a young age can be aware of these long-term health conditions, the more it'll help them, help the family members um, and, yeah, just, just, just help as many people as possible. Alex, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's a wonderful way to end. I'll say it again, you're an amazing young man. Thank you. Wonderful book. I encourage all our listeners to go out and get it. My Grandma Has Dementia by Alex Winstanley. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Make sure you pick up Alex's book, My Grandma Has Dementia. It's available on Amazon. And please follow us on Twitter, MPMK at MPMK Podcast. And on Facebook, my parents are now my kids. And on Instagram, my parents are now my kids. 
Hope you enjoyed my conversation with Alex. See you next time.